Welcome back, everybody, to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast for Season 6 of the Brazilian Dragon Games, a spectacular Hunger Games battle between fictional characters and people that we've covered on the podcast series. My name is Felipe. I'm the titular Brazilian Dragon, and today I am joined by my lovely co-host. You hear her sometimes, not every week anymore. Sometimes on the critically acclaimed What You Do in Podcast, the Phineas and Ferb Rewatch Podcast, and by critics, I mean me, myself, and I. It is Navi. Navi, how are you doing? I'm good. I've you can tell like... I'm a little rusty podcasting because that was a whole lot of mumbo jumbo that I just spit out there, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy you're joining me, Navi. How are you? How, how was your day? You said you had a lot of updates to talk about. Yeah, well, this week I got lit pretty much every night <laughs> now what kind of lit we talking we talking about a lot of like a liquid lit or a fire lit uh both Ooh, queen i'm very proud of you and you know who else is proud of you nicole horn i know she's not listening right now but she's proud of you okay well i always strive to get the approval of nicole horn so as we all do like we should but yes yeah, so uh do you want to talk more about her or was that just your update well, I tried meatloaf for the first time this week, and it's basically- Like the food or the artists yes. listen to their songs? Uh, the food. <laughs> I didn't realize it was just meatballs, but in loaf form. I wish I would have known that beforehand, before I was so judgmental about it, because I actually kind of enjoyed it. Wait, but so yeah. you weren't a meatball meatloaf fan? Like, you were hesitant to try it? Well, it's not a, a part of, like, Indian cuisine. Ah, valid. Okay. Yeah, I like I spent like the first 13 or 14 years of my life just eating Indian food at home. Um, mm -hmm. So it wasn't really something that we made at home. But uh, luckily, I have uh, white uh, bosses who invited me over for dinner and made meatloaf. And I tried it and it was uh, it was good. We love that for you. Um, I'm happy you enjoyed your meatloaf experience. Now, next time you got to eat the meatloaf while watching meatloaf on a reality television show where he yells at Gary Busey that we won't yes. name. Um, any other life updates since we last chatted to you? I'm going to try to find that last episode of the podcast, that, of any podcast we've done together. I'm yeah, well, I've also tried eggnog tonight, which was a fun experience. Ooh. Was it yeah. spiked? Yes, it was spiked. I tried it unspiked, and it was like kind of slimy. Like, the texture was very slimy, uh, so I added, mm. like, a shit ton of rum to it, and I'm like, this is more my jam. So, I like eggnog, but only when there's a lot of rum in it. As you should. So, the last time I released an episode of What You're Doing was 24 days ago. Um, Hawaiian Vacation, which we must have recorded, like, a week prior, because November 30th, is a Wednesday. So we must have recorded like a week and a half before then, because I remember my parents had, that was like, I recorded it and uploaded it before my parents, or I uploaded it after my parents left, but we recorded it like before they arrived. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, any other food items you've tried in the last few weeks, months? 
No, uh, I'm house sitting for my boss, so like there's a shit ton of baking, like a lot of Christmas baking around, and they're like, you know, go to town. So I'll Love be doing it. that this next. Did week. he like? Did he say you could raid his liquor cabinet again? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Love that. That's how I got the rum for the eggnog. Dale, <laughs> mm, that makes sense. All right, well, December time is canonically Navi time on the podcast. I have decided um, I'm gonna pull up my podcast data sheet and because it's been a year since we've had you on the podcast you were last here to talk about cloudy with a chance of meatballs which was released last december with naomi um and we've had our other third on the podcast this last year but we haven't had you back this year and it is a crime to go the whole year without talking to navi on the podcast so this would be your fourth podcast appearance welcome 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 wow um and today we're going to do a Hunger Games simulation. So if you're familiar with the Brazilian Dragon podcast, you know that I like to do a Hunger Games simulation. There is this website out in the universe called Brant Steel that has a number of different simulators on there. And here on the Brazilian Dragon, I like to be spicy and original and talk about the Hunger Games, which fits with our genre of like young adult, nostalgia-based childhood stuff. Right, Navi? Yes. So. Um, so we're going to take a group of fictional characters, all of whom we have discussed on the podcast this year. Navi and I will let you all know what is happening based on the simulator. Uh, because I am lazy and don't want to edit a video podcast, this will be another audio-only experience. Now, currently, we have five winners of the Brazilian Dragon Games, Season 1. We had Benny the Taxi Driver from the Halloween Town franchise win. Mm -hmm. Season 2, we had... Michael Cowboy Ellis uh, from Big Brother 5. <laughs> a classic. Now, we don't acknowledge this win, but <laughs> it technically happened. Uh, season 3, we had Shaggy uh, from Scooby-Doo. Just like general, generic Shaggy from your favorite Scooby-Doo movies. Season 4, we had Miss Jen from High School Musical, the musical, the series. And season 5, which just came out a couple weeks ago, we had the one and only Trent win from Total Drama Island. And this season, we have a whole bunch of competitors that I'm excited to introduce Navi to. Um, but Navi, first things first, do you have any big takeaways from the Hunger Games, the Brazilian Dragon Games, past seasons, uh, anything that I just read off, anything you want to add for the listeners? No, I, I still find the Cowboy Ellis win to be hilarious. Well, <laughs> that's classic Navi, um, because I'm getting more towards your side of uh, uh, like enjoyment on a lot of reality TV projects. Um, I'm not quite there yet with Survivor 43, but I will be at the point where I think Gabler's win is funny. However, when I was watching, I was like, I bet Navi loved this. The loves the chaos. Yeah, I was cackling. When Twitter was like going insane, I was laughing at them. It was great. I'm still a little too sore because I really wanted Carla or Jesse to win for my own representation needs, but like when I'm back from Brazil in like a month, I'll be like, oh my God, that's so funny. Gabler, what a goober. Like, listen, after the finale, I found out a little bit more about Gabler's politics, which I personally do not align with. Yeah. Uh, but I still think it's funny that he won. Yeah. Besides, Jesse got the CEO money. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah. And Ryan and Owen? Question mark? <laughs> Look, oh, like, I know Sia's given it to sense. Aurora and like Janet from 39, <laughs> uh -huh. but does Sia hate women? Uh, I guess she hates the she 
hated the women on this season. <laughs> I was I'm just so like, with say. completely no disrespect to Owen. I understand that. I think Sia, despite her awful movie, I do think Sia cares a lot about people who are disabled. Uh-huh. Um, but respectfully, like I enjoyed watching Owen on the season, but it, he doesn't have the biggest sob story out there. To like, I feel like necessarily. He doesn't fit the same category as past CEO winners, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Although well, Rick look, Devins look. won the CEO money and he doesn't have a sob story. So maybe I'm just out of pocket. Look, no one can predict how is going to award the money, which is what I look forward to the most. The fact that you can't. Who got it last year? Drea? Win. Yeah. Okay. And then who got it on 41? 41? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Did she even award it? Eric you? Abraham. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> If I had to guess, it would be Ricard, right? Ricard, yeah, Ricard or, or Nasir, maybe. Ooh, it could have been Nasir, yeah. Anyways, this is not a Survivor podcast. We'll let that uh, from Mike Bloom. The Mike Blooms of the world can take care of that. Uh, Navi, do you have any big Hunger Games takes? Since I don't think I've ever talked to you about the Hunger Games. Uh, yeah, I watched the first movie and I was like, this is fine. There are better battle royales out there. <laughs> Speaking Sorry. of battle royales, did you? I need to get your first podcast takes on Ash Ketchum departing from the Pokemon series after you next know, year. He had a, you know, he had a really good run, uh, two decades though, almost or over I think it's twenty five years. Yeah, uh, yeah, two decades. Ash is the same age as me. Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, I'm happy that he finally got his World Cup and we can move on from this finally. We can follow new pro tags on the anime. Love that. Now, are you ready to break down this cast or do you have anything else you want to get out of the way before we do that? Now, let's get right into the cast. Okay, Navi only knows two people and it's only two people because I couldn't crop it uh, enough. So, District 1, we got... Chucky Finster, yes, that Chucky Finster from the Rugrats, because we did talk about the Rugrats go to Paris, and he was the main character of that film with the great Taylor. And we have Jamie Grover from Quince, uh, played by the wonderful Kimberly J. Brown. Uh, we recap that uh, movie in January as well with Sarah and Jessica. Navi, what do you think of our first district? Uh, big fan of Chucky the Cheese Finster. Uh, as you super- should be. Yes, uh, not super familiar with Jamie Grover, but, you know, hopefully she's an adequate partner for Chucky so that he can get far in this game. Well, this is not going to be a current project because I have a lot on my plate right now, but I think in January, when I, maybe when I'm flying home from Brazil, I'll listen to all the Brazilian Dragon games and try to recall and try to start working on a spreadsheet so we have history because I do think Marnie Piper was in the first series um, and she did solid, I want to say. Just it's been two and a half years since I recorded that podcast. Um, but let's see if this Kimberly J. Brown character can do better. But my heart is with Chucky so far. Between the two cast members we have, I'm rooting more for Chucky. Yeah. And District One's like the bougie district, right? Yes. Uh, I think it gets less bougie. I think each one is bougier. Like one is bougiest, two is second bougiest, um, all the way to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, my winner pick is. In, C- in District 6, and it's just for the memes. And I have a feeling you might also feel this way, but we'll get there when we get there. I think it's actually District 4, sorry. Um, so, can you see my screen scroll? Yep, I can. 
All right, so in District 2, we have our first competitor. It is Andy Brink Brinker from Brink, also discussed in January with the great Robbie Freeman. Uh, any thoughts on Andy Brink? No, I have not watched his movie, so okay. I <laughs> No worries. It was a 90s Disney Channel movie about uh, roller skating and uh, speed skating. Okay, that kind of rings a bell. Or soul skating, sorry. Not speed skating. He's okay. a soul skater. Uh, and let's meet his fellow District 2 companion, Andrea Carson, a.k.a. Andy Carson. So it's Andy and Andy from Motocross, which I discussed with Jordy Cannell in February. And uh, let me just pull that up. We had that happen on – that actually released in March. Uh, so – that is our district two uh, from motocross. I believe you have not motocrossed before, Navi. Of course not. <laughs> it's basically she's the man. Her twin brother gets in a motorbike racing accident, so she cuts her hair and pretends to be him. Mm -hmm. um, or Twelfth Night, I think, is the Shakespeare story. It's based off of. Right. Yes. So, but they're both Andy. Um, are you ready to talk about district district three? Uh, I just want to say about District 2, the fact that you put two Andys together makes me want to root for them super hard now. <laughs> Love it. Just for the confusion. Um, <laughs> yes. Which Andy will be supreme? Um, or do you think there'll be Andy on Andy crime? I hope there's Andy on Andy crime. That would be funny. <laughs> All right. District 3, I do think you have seen the first person's um, universe. Uh, it is Max Keeble, the titular Max Keeble from Max Keeble's Big Move. Are you familiar with the one and only Max Keeble? No, but he kind of looks like the 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 ventriloquist puppet from Victorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, poor kid. Uh, this is Alex D. Linz when he was Max Keeble with the milk mustache that I think is a popular gif. But yes. Uh, apparently he looks like the ventriloquist dummy. To be clear, the dummy, not Robbie, right? Yes, the 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 doll that he uses. Yes. Well, that is a take, and that might be in the clip show. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and he's not the only person from Max Keeble's big movie boom here, but we'll get to the other person in a second. Uh, we get Dylan Schoenfield from Geek Charming, which I discussed with uh, Will from America and Julia from America. In January, Dylan Schoenfeld played by Sarah Highland of Modern Family fame. Uh, are you familiar with this property? No, I get a feeling that I'm not familiar with most of the properties here. I just listened to the podcast and then like it was in one ear out the other. <laughs> Valid. There might be a couple people you might know, but we'll, we'll get to them when we get to them. Um, yeah. So I didn't mention Matt's Keeble on the podcast. That was when we did uh, the Nail Movies episode, Matt's Keeble's Big Move with Matty G in February. Um, and, but he's not alone in Max Keeble representation because we got my winner pick and uh, we got my winner pick. It is McGoogles the Frog. <laughs> oh, McGoogles. Are you familiar with McGoogles? No, but I love him already. Fuck McGoogles Chucky, I want him name. to win. <laughs> McGoogles is my game. He is my winner pick. I want nothing but the best for McGoogles because I want McGoogles on the on the 25th anniversary or the 25th season when we have the winners. Um, the quarter quell, I think is what it's called. Um, but next to McGoogles, we have Harriet M. Welsh, a.k.a. Harriet the Spy, which I discussed with Matt Scott in February. The podcast dropped on March 8th, 2022. Harriet the Spy is uh, here in District 4 with McGoogles. 
Uh, any recollection of Harriet? Yeah, I remember watching Harriet the Spy. It's a good time. Uh, we are excited uh, to have it. Do you have a favorite so far? Is it Chucky or Magoogles? Oh, well, since you've claimed Magoogles, I will go with Chucky. So. Okay. Now, in District 6, sorry, <laughs> District 5, we have Norman Osborne. <laughs> because, do you know why we have Norman Osborne? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so in the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast I did with Jay and AJ earlier this year, which released on March 29th, 2022, uh-huh. Uh, we talked about all the Marvel projects from 2021 besides oh, right, WandaVision right, right. and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So if you know anything about Jay from the Pretty Little Liars podcast here on the Brazilian Dragon Network, Two Can't Keep a Secret, you know that Jay's number one enemy in the world is Willem Dafoe. Not for any reason besides the fact that I believe the story is when Jay saw Spider-Man in theaters, they were terrified of the Green Goblin. And ever since then, Willem Dafoe has been their opponent in life. Uh, They also really don't enjoy the fact that his government name is William, but he chooses to go by Willem. And they had a pretty funny rant about it on the podcast. Thus, when I was trying to pick one Marvel representative for the year, I thought it had to be Norman Osborn, a.k.a. the Green Goblin. And Navi, I'm sure you know this meme, at least, where he says, I'm actually quite a scientist myself. Yes, I am aware, and sorry, Jay, I love you, but Norman Osborn is my new winner pick for the simulation. Yes, uh, this is the photo from Spider-Man from 2002, but to be clear, this is the same character as the Spider-Man No Way Home version. Mm -hmm. Now, let's meet his, not co-star, his companion from District 5. It is Betty Crabtree. Uh, Do you know who this is, Navi? No, I don't. Of course Absolutely I don't. not. And before this podcast, I had forgotten who this was. But I was looking at things I've covered this year, and something Naomi and I discussed in June was Spirits of the Air, Gremlins of the Clouds with the great Sarah Carradine. And Betty Crabtree is one of the three characters from that movie, and she was my favorite of the three from what my memory serves me. So she is here. And this is a very pretty photo, but as much as I love Sarah... And I hope for Sarah's happiness that Betty does well. I would be okay if Betty didn't win this season because I would not have investment. If you if we do season 25 in like four years and Betty Crabtree is on the list, I'm be like, who the fuck is this woman? You say that and now she's going to win it all. Right? I mean, she is, I believe, in the same spot Trent was. And Trent just won the last series. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's head over to District 6. This is our Jimmy Neutron section because we got Jimmy and Cindy. Because in May, Mark and I talked about the Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius movie. Um, So that was a podcast we did. And uh, we ran out of enough spaces. So I was like, oh, Cindy can play too. It doesn't just have to be Jimmy. I'm looking forward to their potential alliance question. Yes, there could be a little Nickelodeon squad between Chucky, between Harriet M. Welsh, Max Keeble, and McGoogles. Wait, is Max Keeble Disney or Nickelodeon? Sorry, I need... No, Max Keeble is not Nickelodeon, but I feel like Josh Peck was in it, so it counts as Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, but yeah, we could have a little Nickelodeon alliance between Harriet and Chucky and Jimmy and Cindy. Um, so are you ready to check out District 7, Navi? Yes. All right. So District 7, we have Nate Gray from Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam, which mm-hmm. I talked about with Nicole Horn. 
um, in June, and Nicole made me cry laughing on that podcast. Um, and I don't believe Nate Gray was on the first series of the Brazilian Dragon Games. I do remember Mitchie and Connie were there. I wasn't confident if Tess was there or not. So I decided, you know what, let me just be safe and put Nate, who was kind of a background character. Uh, this man is played by Nick Jonas. And not only is he next to a fellow Disney Channel alum, he is next to someone that Caitlin and I discussed on the podcast. Now, if you're a Brazilian Dragon historian, you might know that Caitlin and Nicole are the classic enemies to lovers trope here. Uh, they are frenemies and they have a fake rivalry, but it's not actually fake. I'm kidding. No, it's really fake. Is it fake? I said fake a lot of words. A lot of times, Navi. <laughs> Sorry, I am just rambling. But they have a rivalry. Is it for show? Is it real life? Who knows? But we have Sophie Tompkins from How I Met Your Father, the Hulu original spinoff series following Sophie and, and uh, finding out who the father is. Now, do you know either of these people? I know Nate Gray. I watched the first Camp Rock. I have not, not the second the one? No. Wow. You hate Arissa. I guess, I, I guess I'm a hater, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you know of Hillary Duff, but you haven't checked out the How I Met Your Father? No, I haven't even checked out How I Met Your Mother. So. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I am excited for you to embark on that journey once Naruto is done. Um, and then, in oh, and just a timestamp when I discussed Ka with Caitlin, uh, Caitlin and I did the How I Met Your Father season one discussion in March. Um, next up, we have two characters from a podcast I did in uh, June and July. It was a two-part podcast series uh, with Dr. Amanda. And we ended up talking about Spy Kids. So we have Junie and Carmen Cortez in District 8. Ooh, a mother-daughter uh, pair. Another right? daughter, a mother-daughter pair? Is it a mother-daughter? Junie is Carmen's little brother. Okay. Have you never Spy Kids, Navi? I did, but it oh was like God. very young. I'm also very tired and valid. Right uh, <laughs> Junie is Mr. Megan Trainer these days. Um, but yeah. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he made you look. Listen, I love Megan Trainer, but I hate her little TikTok underlings that follow her everywhere, especially Chris. And I'll fight him. I'm not scared of him. He just annoys me how he's on every single TikTok and try. He's like clearly a cloud chaser. But anyways, this is not that podcast. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Let's go to District 9. We got Dewey Finn. You know who Dewey okay. Finn is. Yes, I know who Dewey Finn is. Dewey Finn from School of Rock, which our co-host Will Davis joined us to talk about or joined myself and Naomi to talk about in July. Um, that movie has played twice in the last three days at work. In the break well, room. it's a good movie. I it is, but I feel like it's not a holiday movie, and generally people just put holiday movies on whenever it's whatever holiday it's approaching. So I've been <laughs> surprised and happy to see School of Rock on my TV. Yeah. Um, next to Dewey Finn, we have Madeline Dinkley from Scooby Doo Abracadabra Doo, which I discussed with the great Lisa Holmes in August. Um, she is our one Scooby Doo representative, but she is the sibling of Velma Dinkley who has participated. Originally, Velma Dinkley from the live-action Haley Kiyoko version was going to be here, but I was like, no, that would make my brain hurt if multiple Velma Din Dinkleys were on the universe. 
Um, do you is Dewey your current favorite, or is it still Chucky or Doctor uh, Green Goblin? Uh, I'm still gonna go with Norman Osborn because I think he does not really fit well with this cast at all. He really stands out, so I think that's funny. Love that. Okay, we have three more districts to discuss. We get DJ Walters and Allison De Laurentiis in District Ten. So DJ is the main character from Monster House, which I discussed with AJ Norris and Naomi in October for our Halloween episode, but it actually dropped on November third. Uh, any familiarity with the Monster House universe? Yeah, and I don't think the 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 animation ages well. No, the anime. I, I was like, oh, is she about to say the animation eight? Because I was gonna push back on that real hard. No, it it, it did, I don't think it aged well. I don't even think it looked that great at the time it came out. So. Yeah, that like I think it's interesting. Uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Technology where they mm-hmm. do like a lot of like mocap in the animation. Right. But it does not age well. Like the Polar Express too, as much as I love that movie. Um, but yeah, DJ's here. This, you know this movie, have you ever seen Monster House? I've seen Monster House before, yes. It's written by Dan Harmon, which was a big revelation because it is unhinged. And if you listen yeah. to the podcast, it's also unhinged. Yeah, that, that tracks. I can see that. Yeah, I'm still thinking about the fact that uh, Chowder, I think was his name, uh, he was it Chowder? I don't even remember anymore. The his best friend was like, uh, well, my dad's drinking beer and my mom's at the movies with her physical trainer, and I was like, oh, is this is this Cameron and Daphne from the White Lotus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Maybe you've my seen the show, right? Inspired by <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I'm starting that theory. I'm texting Naomi right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, Allison De Laurentiis. I wanted to get some representation from our two sibling shows that kicked off this year, Pretty Little Liars and Gravity Falls, both started rewatch podcasts here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. And Allison De Laurentiis is the girl that died, that's kicked off Pretty Little Liars, that inspired Jay to watch a show that they would rewatch multiple times and get AJ invested into. Any familiarity with the Pretty Little Liars cinematic universe, Navi? No, but I remember in middle school, uh, one of my classmates uh, just had a tote bag full of the books and she kept it with her the entire time. It was unhinged. Love that. Okay, so I'm writing to Naomi right now. Cameron and Daphne were inspired by Chowder, Mom and Dad from Monster House. Because his mom went to the movies with her personal trainer, too. Okay. Anyway, so we'll keep you all posted on the Naomi update. District 11, we get Ethan Dalloway from Return to Halloween Town, which I covered with Kate in October. We released it in November. Um, It was our finale of the Halloween Town franchise. But we also have Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls to accompany him. This is our little Disney Channel district in the final mm-hmm. row. Um, and uh, we got Lucas Grabeel and uh, what's her name? Kristen Shaw representing yes. well here. Have you Gravity Falls? I really want to watch Gravely, Gravity Falls. That's just my number been... one show to get Navi into. I will watch Succession when you watch Gravity Falls. All right. Well, uh, let me get I know I'm also uh, missing Nar- out. By... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get through um, Gravity Falls once I finish Naruto. And by do you want to update the listeners now, or do you want to update them at the end of the podcast? We can like update we them later. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, you ready to meet our last few competitors that I'm confident you have no idea who the hell they are? Okay, I'm excited. Uh, from season three of High School Musical, the musical of series, we have sibling duo Jet and Maddox. Uh, I covered the third season with Sam this year. Uh, Sam Davis, uh, you may know him also as our co-host's brother. Uh, so Will, his brother, Sam, and I discussed season three of High School Musical, the musical series. We also talked with a number of guests, including the aforementioned Mike Bloom and Caitlin Blacken, uh, but not to discredit Todd, Lindy, Jessica Frey as well, uh, who joined us for podcast this season. Um, so any input on Jet and Maddox, or you're just like, to you, they're canon father fodder uh i they have interesting names (laughs) yes is that that's your a big takeaway yeah that's my big takeaway well listen we love that so um with that said are you ready to start simulating because we've we've done a lot longer than we did uh for the total drama one on just cast preview uh simulate away my dude Okay, wait, before I actually we do, do you have a fan favorite and then a winner pick? Well, my winner pick is Norman Osborne. Love but that. I think fan favorite is going to go to Dewey. Dewey Wood? Yeah. You know our, our buddy Will will love that. Mm-hmm. Um, my fan favorite is Magoogles. My winner pick is Magoogles. But I'll give you a couple people that are also standing out. So I'm rooting hardcore for Chucky, Magoogles, Norman Osborn, uh, and Mabel, I think. Like, a lot of the cartoonier characters. Uh, yeah. Besides DJ. DJ and Madeline, R.I.P. I do love Jimmy and Cindy. I think Cindy, actually, on paper, is a good shout. She knows karate. Um, if she gets a purple flirp in her, she will kick ass. Dylan Schoenville, she's very mm-hmm. smart, but she also doesn't like the bugs. Um, yeah. Carmen and I'm- Junie are uh, shit out of luck, if you ask me. Yeah, the brother sister mother daughter pair. Uh, I don't have much <laughs> hashtag for, for the them. for the episode. Brother sister mother daughter. <laughs> I think the Andes are a threat. Norman Osborn, like you know, he has his thing. But I'm gonna stick with my guns. Magoogles is my winner pick. I'll be most satisfied if he or Chucky win, I guess. But um, I'll go with Magoogles. Um, but and if I had to pick one more contender, I'll say Cindy. But Magoogles yeah. is has my heart. Yeah. Plus Norman uh, has Nor Oscorp behind his back. He'll get all the sponsorships. Yes, and he'll also he also like is on. I think the only person to have killed. Yes, or <laughs> I think tr- so. attempted to kill. Well, no, he also did kill. I would, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm just looking. None of the bottom row has killed, unless Allison has, and I'm not aware of it. But also, she's a ghost, so maybe, I don't know, maybe she haunted someone to death. Uh, maybe the Cortez siblings did, but I don't think so, because it's a kid's movie. Jimmy has, like, hurt people, but I don't think he's killed. Yeah, I think it's just Norman Osborn, unless Betty has some weird backstory that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Although I am convinced Chucky and the rest of the babies caused mass destruction in Paris that could have killed someone. But yes, let's start. Let's begin. Uh, the bloodbath. Uh, as the tributes stand on their podiums, the horn sounds. So Allison, Max, Nate all run away from the cornucopia. Maddox takes a handful of throwing knives. And feel free to jump in whenever, Navi. Okay. Um, Betty runs. Junie runs. Oh. Madeline grabs a 
jar of fishing bait while Mabel gra- gets fishing gear. Surprise, Mabel, Mabel didn't get a fish- grappling hook, which is a first episode reference. Okay. Is, is, she, is Mabel known for fishing? Maybe. No, Mabel has a grappling hook that she okay. loves to use. Uh, she did... Do you care about a soft spoiler? It's not a plot spoiler. It's just like I a know. Yeah, episode. it's fine. You can tell me. Uh, Mabel does fall in love with a merman in one episode that lives in a pool. Okay, well, that that tracks then. Yeah. Um, DJ runs. Brink <laughs> runs. Chucky runs, as he should. Yes. Get out of there, kid. McGoogles breaks Dylan's nose for a basket <laughs> of bread. <laughs> I'm loving McGoogles already. McGoogles are king. I wish we could rig these. I know you can rig some of the Survivor and Big Brother ones to like make people better at comps and stuff. I did not do any settings work here, uh, but if I could have, McGoogles would absolutely. And I say that, and McGoogles wins. I swear, I promise I didn't do anything because I would have also made Chucky win. And um, Dylan also is someone I like, so I would have had her go a little further. Um, do you think this means she's dead? I mean, it's possible, but maybe she's able to like sneak away. But I don't know. With a broken nose, it's tough. But this is so far hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Jamie finds a bag of explosives. What? Andy, or sorry, Andrea r- runs away with some lighters and rope. Sophie runs. Jimmy gathers as much food as he can. Dewey runs. Green Goblin runs away from the cornucopia. that's surprising. You would think he would just try to blow everyone up? Yeah. Jet finds a bow, some arrows, and quiver. Is this his Katniss origin story? Is he about to win? He is District 12. Right. Katniss is known for her bow and arrow. Do you think? Who knows? Harriet stabs Carmen while her back is turned. (laughs) A little shit kills another little shit. Um, yeah, Carmen is such a bully to Junie. That is something that I discussed with Dr. Amanda. By the way, Dr. Amanda, if you're listening to this with your kids, which I doubt, just because you saw Spy Kids, please don't. We swore a lot. I doubt Dr. Amanda's listening. Uh, Navi, Ethan runs. Do you want to uh-huh. see, guess what Cindy does? Uh, she grabs, like, a fucking, like, the most dangerous weapon in the cornucopia. How do you say this word? Size? S-A-I-S? Yes, size? I, okay. Yeah, I th- size. Those are like those like Donatello Raphael like skewers, right? right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Junie camouflages himself in the bushes. Jimmy, Jet, and Dylan hunt for other tributes. Nate runs away from McGoogles. McGoogles <laughs> <laughs> is such a menace to these people. I love McGoogles. I'm screenshotting anything chaotic that McGoogles does. This was my most inspired casting decision. Mm-hmm. Cindy and Harriet hunt for other tributes. Ooh, I'm loving this alliance. Love it. DJ is pricked by thorns while picking berries. Is he dead? I wouldn't say he's dead, but he's definitely on brand. Like, I, this feels like something DJ would do. Um, Betty Crabtree, Max, Chucky, and the Green Goblin hunt for other tributes. What do you think of this alliance? <laughs> random but i'm here for chucky and norman osborne working together the most chaotic group of friends (laughs) all right dewey makes a wooden spear great job king Mm -hmm. jamie grover is pricked by thorns while picking berries Mm -hmm. allison hunts for tributes 
Wow. Andy scares Brink off the Andy Andy. What's um, the Alice hunting for tributes? Is she like haunting them? Is like is she still alive in this? Like I'm very confused. She is a ghost. Um then how are the other tributes gonna kill her? I don't know. But <laughs> I I think Allison is a threat. Well, yeah, because she's already dead. I texted you a spoiler. Okay, gotcha. Just in case AJ's <laughs> listening. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was just told this and I was like, oh, okay. Um, so let's see what happens with Mabel, Ethan, Sophie, Madeline, and Maddox. So they team up and hunt for other tributes. Okay, that's not as exciting as I wanted it to be. Yeah. Let's find out who died. Carmen, just oh. Carmen. Oh, so Dylan's still alive with a broken nose. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Google's, he didn't go in for the kill yet. I'm surprised more people didn't die. Right? Usually I feel like the first day has a big, like, slaughter. Um, anyways, Mabel, Ethan, Cindy, Allison, and Nate sleep in shifts. Jet receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. It's 100% Ricky Bowen. I know Navi <laughs> didn't get that reference, but uh, it's Ricky. Junie, Green Goblin, Jamie, DJ, and Jimmy sleep in shifts. Oh, interesting. What a weird alliance. I, I think Green Goblin and Chucky were a better duo, though. I agree. Let's see what happens with Mr. Max Keeble. He receives an explosive from an unknown sponsor. It's Josh Peck. In my head. <laughs> Miss Hillary Duff. Sophie cooks her food before putting her fire out. Smart cookie. You gotta get rid of the fire. Let's see what McGoogles does. McGoogles and Brink run into each other and decide to truce for the night. Interesting. I, my heart is getting so invested in McGoogles. Like, I don't think I've been this like unbiased about my love for a certain character on this simulator but this, since ever in the history of these games. Mm-hmm. Like, he just makes me happy every time he pops on screen. Let's see what happens with Chucky and Harriet and Madeline. Chucky sets an explosive off, killing Harriet and (laughs) Madeline Finkley. Wow. Come on, Chucky Finkster. Oh. I screenshot a lot of these because they make me happy. Uh huh. Um, So, Chucky Finkster, what a bad B. And by B, I mean baby. Yeah. Dylan starts a fire. But does not put it out. Does not put it out. Andrea begs for Betty Crabtree to kill her, but Betty refuses keeping Andy alive. Huh. That is something the Hunger Games will do. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you think Betty's going to regret this? Maybe. You don't know enough about her character, probably. No. (laughs) Yeah. Although I do think Betty has a beautiful cast photo. Yes. It's very pretty. Oh. That's the big thing that we talked about with the movie, the production design. Yeah, um, aesthetically pleasing. Maddox starts a fire. Does not put Dewey it out. thinks about winning. No, she doesn't put <laughs> it out either. As he should. <laughs> Do, does he have a winning song? I'm sure he's composing it as he's playing the Hunger Games. All right. Let's go to day two. It is morning and Dylan makes a slingshot while Sophie and Allison work together for the day. So uh, let's see what Chucky Finster does. Chucky oh, practices his archery. Hmm. 
he he got inspired by his buddy Tommy, who says a baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. And Chucky's like, I got to win. I got to get back to my homies. Um, Brink bashes Max's head against the rock several times. That sounds like <laughs> RIP to Max Keeble. Yeah, him and his ventriloquist dummy head. Alex D. Linz was also the star of Full Court Miracle, so I love his filmography. <laughs> um, he was also the kid from Home Alone 3. I have not watched that one. Me neither. So let's see what the Green Goblin does. He camouflages himself in the bushes. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm quite a little bit of a scientist myself. And do you think he's like, I'm green, the bushes are green? Yeah, I think that's his thought process. It's all about blending in. Yes. Let's see what happens with Betty, Ethan, and Dewey. So Betty attacks Ethan, but Dewey protects her. Oh, uh, killing Betty Crabtree. R.I.P. Betty Crabtree. R.I.P. Well, now my... Remember, I was like a little anxious if she was going to win. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Jet receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. Jet with the sponsorships. Must be the secret fan fave. Yeah. Nate is pricked by thorns while picking berries. Maddox, DJ, and Junie hunt for tributes. What a weird trio. Not as weird as Chucky, Max, and uh, Green Goblin. Let's see. Uh, Andrea receives an explosive from an unknown sponsor. Jamie and Jimmy have something going on. Jamie sprains her ankle while running away from Jimmy. Oh, boy. Let's see what happens with our boy McGoogles. Mabel scares (laughs) McGoogles. I'm so anxious because I saw him second and I was like, what is, is she going to kill him? Um, And Cindy Vortex thinks about home. Same girl, same. I'm actually thinking about Brazil because it is Festivus and my whole family's in Brazil besides me. Mm -hmm. So that is me airing the grievance for you, Navi. Do you have a grievance to air today? No, I am having the time of my life right now. (laughs) Oh, yes, you are. Okay, so we got four can of shots. We got Harriet, Madeline, Max, and Betty. So I'm surprised that many people have been killed yet. Yeah, that is weird, but uh, I think we have at least one representative from every district still. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Proceed. Ethan kills Dewey as he tries to run. Oh, no. If he had finished the song he was penning, he would have survived. I'm sad now. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, poor Will. Pour one out for Will, everybody. Okay. Now we do a shot have... for Dewey. Okay. I mean, I have a beer with me, so that yeah. works too. Um, Dylan fends off Brink, Allison, and Magoogles away from her fire. At least we can sleep easy knowing Magoogles makes it to day three. Thank God. DJ loses sight of where he is. <laughs> Cindy and Maddox sleep in shifts. Mm-hmm. Sophie quietly hums. Hum. Mabel screams for help. Oh no! Why? <laughs> I don't know. She do be chaotic though. Jimmy loses sight of where he is. We gotta have a brain blast to remember Jimmy. Mm-hmm. James Isaac Neutron. <laughs> Green Goblin tends to his wounds. Mm-hmm. Andrea passes out from exhaustion. Oh no. Chucky destroys jet supplies while he is asleep. Chucky Finster. <laughs> what a baddie. I was not expecting this from Chucky, but I'm here for it. You would expect Chucky to just 
cry himself to sleep in a tree, anxious for his life, until he, like, inevitably climbs out and, like, the other person eats a poisonous berry and he wins by default, right? Right. So, come on, Chucky. Um, Junie goes to sleep. Jamie sees a fire but stays hidden. Nate thinks about winning. Well, you gotta write a song about it. <laughs> All right, let's see. DJ begs Jamie to kill him on day three. She refuses, keeping him alive. Meanwhile, Ethan receives what? fresh food from an unknown sponsor. It's probably uh, someone from Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Marnie, but I think she died in the first series. Um, Maddox stalks Nate. Huh. Maybe Brink. she's a fan of his music. Yeah. That might be it. I mean, she's also at a musical summer camp. He went to a musical summer camp. Right. They're both from the Disney Channel. There's some so. connective tissue there. Brink thinks about home. Mm-hmm. Mabel injures herself. Classic Mabel. <laughs> Dylan fishes. How is she doing this with a broken nose? Like, my God, what a trooper. Maybe she's counting on winning so that she can uh, get her nose fixed. Oh, Maybe. All right, I'm worried. McGoogles is in the second column. Let's see what happens with Allison and McGoogles. Oh, God. No! <gasps> Allison ambushes McGoogles and kills him. The ghost of Allison. <laughs> I'm distraught, Navi. Please console me. Uh, Consoling, 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 consoling. Are you consoled now? No, I wanted McGoogles <laughs> to do better, but now my heart is with Chucky Finster. So I am all Team Chucky. Yes, I'm also Team Chucky. Jet tries to spearfish with a trident. Andrea sprains her ankle while running away from Jimmy. Junie questions his sanity, saying... <laughs> Chucky sees smoke rising in the distance, but decides not to investigate. Hmm. Green Goblin runs away from <laughs> I love your laugh. Like, just like... It's like, this is so funny to me, some of these pairings. Um, and then Cindy fishes. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad. L- like, this is a cursed image. I should I just send this? Yeah, you should. But also, I'm surprised that many people didn't die yet. Right? We Navi says more death. Yeah, I'm all about the death. <laughs> all right, let's look at night three. Jamie climbs a tree to rest. We can speed this up also. Jet mm-hmm. dies from thirst. No, oh, well... Well, Navi got her wish. Yeah, I guess I you have. Would think, you would think with all the supplies he got from Ricky that he would have some water there. But didn't uh, Chucky explode them all? Maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah, Chucky did burn them all, yeah. Yeah. Or he drank the water. Yeah. Let's see what happens with Junie, Maddox, Jimmy, and Sophie. Uh, they tell each other ghost stories to lighten the mood. Do you think the ghost stories are about the Googles or Allison? Yeah, they're definitely about Allison. And she's just lurking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Brink receives fresh food from an unknown sponsor. Ooh. Ethan destroys Green Goblin's supplies while he's asleep. <laughs> Green Goblin has uh, not been on his A game this game. Yeah. Uh, this is he's this is playing upsetting. the way I thought Chucky would play, and Chucky's playing the way I thought Green Goblin would play. Okay. Now, let's get someone to Photoshop Chucky inside the Green Goblin mask. That is my <laughs> goal for 2023. I need this on my desk before 2023 starts. Make um, it happen, folks. 
Mabel begs for Andrea to kill her. She refuses, keeping Mabel alive. What's with all these people begging to be killed, but people not letting them die? Well, I don't know. Like, you think the game is to win. Maybe Andrea's like, because she was in Mabel's position previously. Maybe she's like, a life for a life. Right. Um, so let's see what happens to Chucky. I'm worried because Chucky's in the second spot. Cindy and Chucky tell stories about themselves to each other. And they're like, <laughs> I'm from Nickelodeon. I'm from Nickelodeon too. This is actually kind of cute. I'm here for it. I'm screenshotting this one and just sending it someone no context. Um, so let's see what Allison does. Allison quietly hums. Got a secret. Can you keep it from this one inside? Uh, Nate tries to sing himself to sleep. These are all perfect for these people. <laughs> Dylan defeats DJ in a spite, but spares his life. What the hell, Dylan? Well, I mean, he does look pretty wimpy in that cast photo. Yeah, she could just, like, I guess, fair. But she could also just, like, knock his head off with that trash can lid. You never know. Day four, Jamie and Jimmy work together for the day. Cindy receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor, Queen Libby. Mm -hmm. We love Libby in this house. DJ receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. It's, see, Chatter was able to help him out because who was it that didn't kill him? Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell, Dylan? Ethan, Nate, Brink, and Allison raid Junie's camp while he was hunting. They're literally teaming <laughs> up against like a seven-year-old. Look, he is from a secret spy family. Valid. George Clooney did request his help for the next mission and not his parents. Right. And he is ma married to Megan Trainer, So True. she can, she could uh, probably send a good good amount of supplies to him. Mm -hmm. Sophie tries to spearfish with a trident. Come on, Aqua Queen. Andrea receives an explosive from her twin brother. Another explosive. Uh-oh, it's our phase. Oh. It's Green Goblin and Chucky. What's going to happen, Navi? I hope they're working together. Likewise. Green Goblin and Jesus Chucky. <laughs> 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 I was not expecting that. Green of Goblin all the things I expected... Getting a W in this game by chasing Chucky around. That was so funny. Oh my god. You've seen The White Lotus, right? Yes. I don't think I've laughed that hard at anything since in the second episode of this season when, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Coolidge is like, Valentina, who do I look like? Monica and Valentina's like I don't know Peppa Pig <laughs> which apparently was improv yeah I love it I think that I laughed so hard when I watched it I had to rewind it like five times it was so funny to me um Mabel travels to higher ground using her grappling hook probably Dylan receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor it's probably her dad mm -hmm. her rich dad Maddox tries to sleep through the entire day I mean, she is grieving her brother. Right. So we have 5, 8, 11, 16 people left. Okay, let's go ahead. Not enough deaths. Yeah, Navi wants more death. 
Oh, and District 4 is completely out, I neglected to mention. Uh, that was McGoogles and Harriet. I just, and District 9 as well, Dewey and Madeline. Yeah. Okay, Dylan and DJ sleep in shifts. <gasps> Brink kills Green Goblin as he tries to run. I guess I'm Team Chucky all the way now. This year are the Chucky stands. Chucky stands rise up. Okay, Junie kills Jimmy with a hatchet. Now he's getting her wit. Yeah, I'm here she, for this. She cursed two people that she enjoys. Like, two of the few people she knows. You know what? If it means more people are dying, I'm okay with it. Someone clipped that. <laughs> <laughs> Nate thinks about winning. He's Let's see what happens with Chucky. Chucky climbs a tree to rest. Uh-huh. Sophie tries to treat her infection from spearfishing. I guess so. Let's see what happens with Cindy, Ethan, Andrea, and Mabel. Cindy, oh, they sleep in shifts. No, okay. Maddox passes out from exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Jamie cooks her food before putting her fire out. Is she the only she did that last time too? She's the only one who puts her fire out. Yeah. Is Jamie gonna win this? I don't know. Maybe she's used to the chaos and is just like biding her time. She doesn't have five quintuplet babies at home. True. It's your girl, the ghost. Allison tends to her wounds. Pretty cheating that she's in the top 14. Mm-hmm. She had a head start. She's a ghost. They can't kill her. Exactly. Yeah. Also, what wounds? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and Dylan work together for the day. This is day five, everyone. Chucky, Nate, Mabel, and Ethan hunt for their tributes. Junie falls into a frozen lake and drowns. R.I.P. Junie. Mm-hmm. Looks like the brother sister mother daughter mother duo is out. They are indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know when you say that, it's giving John Mish, Baylor Wilson, and Missy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> brother sister, mother daughter, uh... mommy son. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he didn't pull a Johnny and his mommy type thing that Tommy did. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I blocked that out of my memory, Navi. That was so cringe, but so funny at the same time. Yeah. DJ tends to Brink's wounds. Um, Cindy runs away from Andrea. Mm-hmm. As she Maddox- said, she has all the explosives. Mm-hmm. Maddox receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. Ooh. Probably Madison, a.k.a. Jojo Siwa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So in High School Musical, the musical, the series, Maddox is dating this girl named Madison. Does mm-hmm. that not stress you out, Navi? Yeah, but I mean, you hear people like Taylor and Taylor, you know, mm. Taylor Lautner and another Taylor got married, and they're both known as Taylor Lautner, so. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, Allison silently snaps Sophie's neck. How does a goat touch? Well, maybe it was like a Haunting of Hill Health type of situation, if you've seen that show. I have not. You're going to have to explain the reference. Um, I won't spoil it. I, I will not be watching it. It's spooky-ooky. Oh, okay. You're not a, a big spooky-ooky guy? No. Uh, that's also a show that I would have to watch by myself, and I don't do horror. I've heard it's, like, super scary. That's why. Okay. I didn't find it that scary, but... Yeah. Or that there's, like, a legitimately incredible jump scare in the first episode that is terrifying. Mm. 
I guess I Navi is not a scaredy cat like me. No. No. But, okay, so uh, you're not going to spoil it for me. But Allison silently snaps Sophie's neck. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's wild. Okay, so we have four deaths. Green Goblin, Finally. Jimmy, Junie, and Sophie. Navi's thrilled. Yeah, I'm excited. People are dying now. <laughs> Hope we keep up this pace. All right, so District 5 won't have a repeat victory because they are both out. So Trent's legacy will live on. We have all of District 1, all of District 2. We have Dylan from District 3, Cindy from District 6, Nate from District 7, District 10, We have and 11 are both full, and Maddox from District 12. Uh, let's see who has the most kills. Is it Chucky and Brink are tied with two? Right. And Allison also. Oh, okay. All right. So Allison stays awake all night on night five. Maddox and Brink mm-hmm. sleep in shifts. Cindy looks at the night sky. Do you think she misses her parents like she does when she looks at the night sky in the movie? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's see what this group of four, DJ, Mabel, Jamie, and Nate, end up doing. DJ fends Mabel, Jamie, and Nate away from his fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ethan begs for Andrea to kill her. him. She refuses. Ethan's alive. <laughs> Andrea. So merciful. Saving multiple lives. I'm not liking this, though, Andrea. I need more kills. Is Andrea your least favorite? Yeah, because she won't kill anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Chucky's in the second spot. Let's see what happens. Dylan destroys Chucky's supplies while he's asleep. Okay. Okay. Well, at least he's not out. (laughs) Yes. uh, Day six. Mabel makes a wooden spear. Maddox fishes. Cindy ambushes Andrea and kills her. Okay. Thank God. So, are you, is Cindy now your favorite? Because not only yes. did she kill someone, but she killed the person stopping all the kills from happening. Yeah, well, she saved the season, quite frankly. Thank God. Nate diverts Jamie's attention and runs away. DJ discovers a river. Don't fall into it and drown like Junie did. Mm-hmm. Br- or actually, for Nobby's sake, please do that. Yes. <laughs> Brain searches for a water source. Allison thinks about home. Chucky strangles Ethan after engaging in a fixed fight. Thank you, Chucky. See, now Chucky and Cindy uh, is Navi's fave. Well, Chucky was always my fave. But... Oh, true. Dylan thinks about home. Uh-huh. All right, let's just see. Uh, yeah, we still have... Uh, two full districts. Okay, now Chucky is in the lead with three kills, though. Wow. Maddox screams for help. Allison repeatedly stabs Mabel to death with size. Do you think it's the size that whoever stole at the beginning got? Yeah, I mean that tracks, right? Yeah. Um, and also, but how does she touch the size if she's a ghost? Allison now ties Chucky's record. Dylan lets Chucky under <laughs> her <laughs> She's like, "Oh, it's a baby." Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You won't kill me. Um, Nate receives fresh food from his brothers Shane or Jason, mm-hmm. aka the Joe Bros. Jamie and Brink talk about this tribute still alive. They have a very similar uh, cast photo, don't they? Yeah, similar cast photo, similar vibes. Yeah. Cindy receives medical supplies from Libby. Mm-hmm. DJ starts a fire. All right, the cornucopia is replenished with food, supplies, weapons, and memoirs from the Tribute's families. The feast is what it's called, which Nate uh-huh. decides not to go to. 
Allison, Brink, and Cindy comfort each other, but grab what they want slowly to avoid conflict. That's ABC, the ABC Alliance. Wow. We got Maddox, cannot handle the circumstances. Oh. Oh. And commits. She offs herself. She unalives herself. That is is dark. Yeah. Okay. Well, rest in peace, Maddox. Uh, Jamie decides not to go to the feast. Chucky steals Dylan's memoirs. That's what she gets for letting him sleep in the shelter. <laughs> That's so... Uh, I love it so much. I really want Chucky to win now. Me too. Uh, DJ decides not to go to the feast. Mm-hmm. All right. Nate and Jamie work together for the day. Dylan defeats DJ in a fight but spares his life. Chucky, Navi's going to go send you to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky shocks. <laughs> Stalking the ghost. I'm just gonna send this no context to Jay and AJ. Um is Chucky Chucky was your original winner pick? No, the Green Goblin was in. Chucky yeah. was your fave. Uh Brink chases Cindy. Alright. Do we Okay. Arena event. A swarm of tracker jackers invades the area. Arena. So the they decided that there needed to be more violence too, Navi. It wasn't just you. It was also the mm-hmm. hosts. Thank God. This is like Jeff Probst when he's like, oh, this, this season has slowed down a bit. Let me hide another idol. Yeah, let me throw in another uh, seal of vote or whatever. Knowledge is yeah, power. So Cindy and Allison run out of places to run and are stung to death. Oh, wow. So R.I.P. the ghost and Cindy. Yeah. Oh my god, if this takes Chucky out, I'm going to be so upset. This is the serene if Chucky goes home. Jamie survives. Brink slowly dies from the tracker jacker toxins. (gasps) Dylan knocks Chucky unconscious and leaves him there as bait. Well, it means that's what he gets for stealing her memoirs. It's for the memoirs. Do you think that means he's dead? I mean, there isn't now where he said he's dead. Hopefully it doesn't mean he's dead. Nate knocks DJ unconscious and leaves him there as bait. <gasps> Chucky's dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. And a DJ is too, but that was less yeah. important. Who's oh, left? no, Chucky. And we lost Cindy, too. So we have, yeah. is this our final four? We have Jamie, Dylan, and Nate. Oh my god, this is our final three. How many yeah. deaths did we just have? So Seven. Many. Oh wow. So Chucky yeah. at least made fifth place, Navi. Yeah, that's good. So we have Jamie Grover from District One, Dylan Schoenfeld mm-hmm. with one kill from District Three, and Nate Grave from District Seven, also with one kill. Yeah. So our final three. Who do you have, Navi? Well, let, let's go through all, all three of them. Like, for Nate, like, yeah, he's the only one I know, but he also didn't really do anything in the game. Did any of them? Well, I mean, I think at least Dylan did, like, some stuff. like. And she's had a broken nose the whole time. Yeah, exactly. She had a broken nose. She left uh, Chucky out to die. She had, like, her memoir stolen from her. Like, she has a good story. Is she only relevant because she was part of the hero of the season story, and that's Chucky? Or do you think... I don't know. Chucky could have been her big move. Yeah, Chucky's her big move. 
and he got like she used him as bait and it obviously worked out for her so and i don't know i think jamie's yeah. just been like very solid throughout like she kept a little profile very under the radar um i think she's like the dark horse here but your winner pick is dylan yeah i'd say dylan um if jamie or dylan win they would make history they would be the second woman to win one of these if mm-hmm. Nate wins, he will be the fifth man. So mm-hmm. I'm personally rooting for, I think my ranking is Dylan number one, Jamie number two, Nate number three. Yeah, Satisfied that... with any of these. But uh, Dylan did have, she was part of Chucky's narrative and Chucky was the hero of the season. Um, so I think or the villain, it would be fitting for you. Chucky's legacy to live on by the uh-huh. person who killed him going to the champion circle. Right. Um, also just acknowledging she killed a baby. I mean, look, you gotta do what you gotta do at the Hunger Games. And Chucky was killing everyone. Okay. Nate questions his sanity on 9-11 <laughs> while Jamie defeats Dylan in a fight but spares her life. Navi, oh. how badly did Jamie botch this? So much. She was so close. Like, ooh. If she got rid of Dylan, then, like, all she would have is Nate. And Nate's just, like, dawdling around like a dingo this entire game. Like, it would have been an easy win for her. Do you think she's trying to keep Dylan alive to fight Nate? Or do you think, like, it's not even worth I don't it? Think she she needed, to... I don't think she needed Dylan. She could have easily offed Nate on her own based off what we've seen of Nate so far in the game. So I think she made a, a, a mishap or a miscalculation. Right. Well, let's see how it works out to her. Yeah. For her. Day eight, Nate receives f- fresh food from his brothers. Mm-hmm. Jamie discovers a cave and Dylan searches for firewood. Okay, we're playing mm-hmm. a solo dolo game for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dylan looks like she's recovered a little bit. Yeah. Okay, no cannon shots. So let's go to night eight. Jamie climbs a tree to rest. Uh, Nate catches Dylan off guard and kills her. Ooh, I'm oh, wow. So either Jamie made a mistake. Um, regardless, and Nate's gonna kill Jamie. Yeah. Or I mean, I think it's it's a bad move either way, right? Right. Because now her energy is depleted more. Okay, so let's see what happens. Jamie throws a knife into Nate's chest. Okay, guess it didn't okay. matter. Yeah. Day nine. Um, and Jamie is the winner. Two cannon shots. Dylan and Nate. Congrats, Jamie Grover from District One. You are the winner of the sixth season of the Brazilian Dragon Games. Wow. Um, what are you going to remember from this experience, Navi? Are there any stories you'll remember, any characters and their um, legacies that will live on in Brazilian Dragon Games storyland forever? Just, you know, Chucky being a freaking goblin this whole game and murdering everyone and chasing them off. That was fun. Also the can I can I tell you what Jay texted <laughs> yeah, in response what? to the Chucky sucks Allison? Uh-huh. Uh, Jay says, "Bitch, she dead. She's not hard to find." <laughs> All right. So sorry, I interrupted you. The stories you'll remember. Yeah, I think the big one is Chucky murdering everyone. Right. Yes. And just um, being like I a think... general menace to society. Um... I think McGoogle, uh, his run was very fun. He had a very chaotic and fun run for someone who only survived six, uh, outlasted six other uh, participants. Right. 
like he went out in 18th place. He was an early kill. I think he only lasted like three days or three and a half days, but mm-hmm. he brought us a lot of joy and he was such a fun character to watch. I think the arc of the Green Goblin is going to be one that future contestants will have to keep their eyes out for because on paper, you could be the front runner and a clear front runner about that. But there are some people that come out to play like Chucky Finster. Like the anxiety right. got to him and he was like, no, I'm going to tough it out i gotta be brave and he did and he was iconic and we stand right um any any like who will you forget participated in the brazilian dragon games in like six months um probably brink brink yeah kind of unmemorable for a sixth placer yeah jet i don't think i'm gonna remember jet had an interesting start but uh, i think chucky chucky Stole his supplies and his game yeah. was over from that. Yeah. Betty Crabtree. <laughs> yep. Madeline Dinkley. You could ask me in like two weeks if she was on this season. I'd say nope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any final takeaways as we induct Jamie Grover into our winner's circle? No final thoughts. I just think it was a little uh, shaky there at the end. But, you know, she pulled through. Yes. Now, I will say, I think this season makes history. To my recollection, I do not remember the Tracker Jackers ever coming out to play before. Oh, so, really? new twist, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but yes, so Jamie joins the likes of Benny, Cowboy, Shaggy, Miss Jen, Trent, and now herself. Mm. A lot of white people. Let's get some more diversity <laughs> moving forward. To be fair, most of the things I talked about seem to be white if I look at this image. Yes. <laughs> we had two Latinos, and even then, Junie's not really Latino if you think about the actor. Um, we had Jet, and we had uh, Maddox, I maybe? I don't Your know. Googles. She's a little Asian passing, so I'm not confident yeah. if she's not, whether she might be white or not. Um, and <laughs> McGoogles, he, what race is McGoogles, Navi? Uh, frog. Frog, okay. Um, yeah, we didn't have enough diversity on this cast, so hopefully moving forward. Um, with that said, Navi, do you have any final thoughts? No, this was just a very fun time. Great way to spend a Friday night, uh, you know, just chatting with uh, my good pal Felipe here. Yes, I am so glad you decided to join me on these shenanigans. This was a nice preview for our clip show, getting familiar with everything I talked about this year. This was... Uh, every year, I feel like it keeps getting better and better podcast-wise in terms of the content I'm having fun making, in terms of my joy out of it. Uh, and 2022 was another fun year in podcasting. I'm so lucky I got to close out uh, talking about like one specific piece of content and using some of those characters in this simulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the last things we have for the year on the Brazilian Dragon, we have our Pop Culture Award Show for 2022. Uh, we have a survey in the show notes if you want to fill that out, get your data involved. Very Felipe-centric. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we have our clip show. And if you had to bet, I think you could bet on a Navi clip being in there uh, already, even though this is her one appearance. Okay. With that said, Navi, do you have anything you want people to check out? Any pop culture plugs? Anything from this list that you want to check out? Plus your Naruto Minute. Yeah, well, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cause I'm Navi or social media in general. I made a hive 
Uh, oh, should I get on Hive? Um, yeah, it's basically just Twitter, you know. Okay, I've heard of Hive and I've heard of Mastodon. Yeah. But I don't know which where to go. Right now, Instagram stories. <laughs> I mean, Hive is more uh, user-friendly. I think Mastodon, people have cited it as Reddit, but even more complicated, so. Okay, so maybe Hive it is. We'll see. Yeah. That's a next year problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a pop culture plug. A pop culture plug. Ooh. Uh, watch. Uh, I guess I'll just do my Naruto minute because that's the only thing that pops up in mind when it comes to pop culture. I'm. I have about thirty to thirty-one episodes left of Shippuden. Oh, you part- said that you had forty episodes left earlier today. I, I so got through like nine episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I'm almost done. Do you think I'll make it uh, by the time we get to the, what is it, Wednesday the 28th is the date? Do you think I'll finish it by the time it's the 28th? Well, earlier today when you asked me and Will in our little chat, I made the prediction because you said 40. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll guess maybe you'll have six episodes left on the, yeah. b- by that date. But now that you said you cleaned out 10, I was probably assuming you watch it on the same sort of pace I generally binge watch stuff. But no, you flew by those. And I guess if you had nothing going on today, that's what I would do as well with no plans. So maybe maybe I think you can get through it all, especially if you don't have anything planned until Wednesday morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, Plus, it's like 22 minute episodes, too. So do you speed it up ever? No, I don't speed it, but I do like sometimes don't really pay attention to what's going on because it's kind of boring at some points. But you know, uh, I, I still have it on in the background. So valid, yeah. Well, that's exciting to hear that you're almost done. We have to find next year's minute soon. Um, well, I'm gonna start Boruto. So I'll what's be Boruto? It's it's a spinoff show slash manga about his follow, son. Yeah, we follow his son. <laughs> How many episodes? Five hundred. Oh my like, god. Well, Shippuden is like five hundred. The and then OG Naruto was like two hundred and twenty-ish, and I think Boruto is like at two hundred and eighty. How do you spell Boruto? Pardon? How do you spell Boruto? Uh, B O R U T O. Okay, I spelled it Nar. I spelled it Ba like B A. Uh huh. Okay, there's only fifty-two episodes of that. I think that's dubbed, isn't it? Like, I think that there's more episodes than that, but I could be wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wish you luck on your Baruto adventures after your Naruto. In terms of the Brazilian Dragon, we already said everything. You can find me on all social media with the Fleep, really mostly using Instagram these days. Um, but uh, I'll sometimes pop up on Twitter uh, and TikTok too. I need to, that's another mm-hmm. goal of mine for next year. Uh, in terms of my pop culture plugs, um, if you're able to, Avatar was fun to watch in theaters, and I definitely think it, it will be more fun to watch in theaters than it ever will be at home. So maybe people should check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, was the plot anything transcendent? No, not really. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Um, and But it was like fun to be in IMAX when the visuals were popping off like they were. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, just uh, hashtag mothers daughter son son brother sister mother daughter yeah yeah um 
And until next time, everyone. Corn dog, corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. <laughs>